1: Hey, what's up, everybody? We are here at Launcherpreneur Academy,
2: and uh, I got Naylor Tally Farrow, You guys know him. How's it going? You basically are like a
3: co-host of the <laughs> Green Industry Podcast. That, that's <laughs> what it seems like. Everyone's like, "Hey, man, listen to to you guys all the time." I'm like, well, "It's not my podcast. It's it's the Green Industry Podcast. It's Paul's podcast." I've just been hanging out with him a bunch, you know. Yeah,
2: and uh, today we have a very special guest, Rob. Yeah, how's who's it going? on my Instagram story every single day. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you work for Brian Fullerton. Yep i do and when i say you're on my instagram story every single day dude i could tell you what rob had for breakfast lunch <laughs> dinner papa john's 4 p.m yeah so we are uh honored uh that you guys are hosting this event and uh look forward to hear behind the scenes of what it's like to you know be an employee at a lawn care company because most guys listening we own lawn care companies and we want to hear from the employees of how we could serve you guys better and give you incentive why you want to show up for work. Cause it's so hard. Taylor and I have 17 mm-hmm. years combined where employees have come and gone, come and gone, right. come and gone. And a lot of times it's our fault. And, uh, so we Absolutely. want to really dive into what is your mindset and why do you keep showing back up to work, uh, with, with, um, with Brian? Yeah, Brian's law maintenance?
4: No, uh, well, first I would like to say, appreciate you letting me come on and having this. And while, uh, Working with Brian, it's it's been a fun time, and honestly, one of the things I would have to say I really enjoy about working with him is the biggest thing is that he actually just treats me like I'm an actual person, not just a number. Because when people get too big, yeah, they'll have all a bunch now, of different now. What's up with Fullerton?
2: Them. Him making you buy breakfast stuff? Because I'll be like, they'll be at like this breakfast joint they go to every <laughs> right. day. I don't mean to freak you out, by no, my yeah, watch. No. I like know <laughs> all about your life. No, <laughs> <you're all good. laughs> but um, <laughs> um, you guys, don't you do like rock paper scissors for who pays or whatever? No, i'm like, yeah, how's he gonna? have his employee pay for breakfast like what kind of operation
4: is this no so that's actually one of the things is what i was saying like he he takes great care of me and usually he actually does end up paying for my lunches most of the time but there are the days i'll just be like oh you know let me pay for you if you have scissors and he has paper then (laughs) well yeah then there's days that he just looks over at me and he's like all right rock paper scissors i was like all right let's do it Whoever, you know, bet two hours uh, three. And whatever make goes you pay. And then, yeah,
2: I'll pay if I. And lose. you keep all showing right. back up. So there's oh, your yeah. tip, guys. <laughs> Have your employees buy the boss's yeah. lunch and they'll keep coming there back. You go. Makes yeah. no sense. Uh-huh. It's all about having fun. I no, think is what that's, it is. No, that's yeah. the yeah. thing. Yeah. It's, it's, well, how many owners take their uh, you know employee out to breakfast, out to lunch, orders you pizza, and has it two houses no, exactly. in advance delivered, which right. is a brilliant idea. Exactly. Not the pizza, but the food right. delivered. <laughs> right, right. I, I'm trying to look like Jake Miser, man. You know Jake? I actually do not. Okay, he's ripped. Yeah. Triceps busting out of his shirt, <laughs> tight abs, you know. Yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> Cool, man. So how did you get hired by Brian's lawn maintenance? Um, well for me it's, uh, we're
4: like, I think like second or third cousins actually. So, uh, I was recently doing, uh, an electrical apprenticeship for about six months and then I got laid off there because they said they didn't have enough work going on to keep me around. Well, after, uh, that winter went by and the season started coming around for lawn care, Brian, uh, his mom talked to my grandma and was like, Hey, he could use some help coming up. If you have anyone that you knows that needs some work. And she called me right up right away. it's like, Hey, your cousin, Brian, he needs some help. Like, are you willing to go out there and help him for right now and see what's going on? And that's kind of how it just started. It was.
2: Okay. And then what was the, um, commitment? Do you say you, I'm going to work you daily? I'm going to give you a trial. What, what was kind of um, his introduction to seeing if this was a good fit for both of y'all.
4: Um, well, since it was the beginning of the season, he more or less just had me start off by usually trying to weed whack and just have the backpack blower on. He's always been on the mower, I mean, it's kind of still that way today, but I'm learning. But, yeah, I mean, it was literally he just kind of – took me with him and was like, hey, this is kind of what you're doing. Take your time. Don't Don't feel worried. Don't try to push yourself to go too quickly. Just try to make sure you're doing a clean job. And that's all we really care about. It doesn't matter how quickly we get it done as long as it looks good. So starting from that point is just right there. And I knew I didn't have to rush and I didn't feel rushed by him to like, hey, you got to get this house done by the time he gets it done. I knew if he finished before I did at that point, especially since I was starting out he would get off the mower, come help me finish trimming, get the backpack blow or whatever it might've been at that moment. But he would just more or less help me and carry whatever I couldn't do at that point until I got a little quicker at it. So you got to fish it. Go ahead
3: now. Yeah. That was going to say that. That's awesome. And I, I do this, the same thing. Like it's, I preach quality over quantity you know like that the speed will come with time the more you get used to it the more experience you get and you just memorize the houses it it all just Mm. comes in time so it's like people are always trying to quickly rush it seems like they're like oh we gotta go we gotta go i'm like but then you're missing stuff it's easier to to take your time get it right the first time then go back and back over it and all that or or freak it all together and leave and then customers calling me or emailing me hey were you supposed to like edge the walkway i like my edge my our walkway to be edge is that a thing yeah 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 sorry, we, once someone missed it, we'll we'll be right back, you know, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So, so that's definitely a a critical thing for everyone that's listening that maybe wants employees or has employees, maybe wondering what some of the challenges might be like when you, when you have new employees, definitely train them, have patience, tell them, take your time. Yeah. Take your time and plan that in because yeah, you might have a packed schedule, but you gotta, you gotta rearrange some things and, and,
2: and, budget that time that you're going to have. Yeah, this is very valuable to our audience, Rob, Mm -hmm. because 90% of the guys listening own a business. So Mm -hmm. don't tickle our ears. Don't say what you think Brian wants to hear. What would would you say to the guy in Alabama or Texas or Missouri, Mm -hmm. Oklahoma that's listening right now? And Rob, they genuinely have the same struggle Naylor and I has had. How do we get somebody to want to show up to cut grass. I live in where it's hot. Naylor lives where it's hot. You guys got different weather commitments, but you're working in the elements, whether it's hot or cold, you're sweating. It's hard work. It's really hard to get guys to want to do that and continue to do that. So what's your tips to us as business owners? Uh, honestly,
4: I, I still think it's one of my biggest things with any job I've had is always just making sure that, like I was saying before, that I actually feel like I'm worth something at the company. I'm not just a number you, I'm not just an employee. Like, oh, here's your paycheck. Get on my face. Like, do your work. I, I like it the way Brian, he... He actually makes me feel like I'm part of the business and actually growing with him and knowing what's going on and not just kind of babying me over everything like, oh, you're just the employee. You don't need to know about this or
2: you don't need to do this, whatever. He gives me that area to grow. Um, ability to communicate, because his uh, YouTube and podcast and everything is takes so much time Mm -hmm. to create all that, that from what I've listened to him on his uh, podcast, he was saying, maybe you're going to have more of a role in 2021 so that he can give his Mm -hmm. best time and energy to continuing to serve our uh, our content, our audience with his great content. So- how has that incentivized you knowing, man, I'm going to have a bigger role, bigger money? Has that no, influenced you? No, and- that's definitely been a bigger thing. I uh, I started off
4: working with him last season was my first like spring, starting off with him going throughout the whole season, working with him and everything. And then I uh, I stopped over the winter because he's doing the snow plowing and I wasn't too sure if I was going to stick with him or not. But then after that point, I kept on just going with him and working. And from that point onwards, it's just I, I've he's been telling me, he's like, I want you to start getting on the mower more and all that. And like recently, actually this week that just passed by, I was more or less working in his position. I had a guy working underneath me this whole time. I was going out with my buddy, David, and we were just blowing leaves off of the HOA ponds and cleaning up the leaves there for him. So he was at home doing emails, YouTube, whatever it might've been. But his big plan is he's trying to get me on the mower more recently, so next season I can help start taking it over that way he doesn't have to worry about going out in the mornings, or whatever. He might come out here and there, you know, make sure we're all good. If we're getting behind, he might come out and help. But he wants it to be that he can be at home doing the emails, doing YouTube, whatever it is, while me and my buddy Dave are out there mowing, trimming, and doing all that for him.
2: Awesome. Well guys, coming right up, we're gonna hear more from Brian's Lawn Maintenance Employee of the Month. Rob right. Employee of the Year. <laughs> Only employee, <laughs> Rob all right. Only there Employee you. here. So <laughs>
1: If you want to learn how to properly install, paver projects, and retaining walls, visit thehardscapeacademy.com. There you'll find two different training courses and soon more coming about how to install properly to national guidelines with our own twists and tips and tricks we have learned over 20-some years to properly install these projects. It's a great resource. It's two and a half hours long each at $99. It's a great value at $99 each. If you buy both, there is a bundle special. Be sure to check out theheartscapeacademy.com. Are you ready to make some serious money this winter with snow and ice management services? Are you looking to position yourself as an industry professional and to protect your bottom line from issues like unstable salt prices? Don't get left out in the cold this winter. Head over to DebtFreeLandscaper.com to check out the highly sought-after commercial and residential snow plowing contracts. These agreements are available for internet download and are easy to edit and make your own. DebtFreeLandscaper.com, the green industry's most professional resource for lawn and landscaping contracts, hiring employees and subcontractors, and where you'll find the same money-making commercial snow contract that numerous contractors like Brian Fullerton have used to dominate the snow and ice management industry. DebtFreeLandscaper.com. Head over to DebtFreeLandscaper.com to get access to these incredible resources today and put yourself in a position to plow through the competition.
0: Most landscapers are so tired, they just want to enjoy a little of their evening. However, you often go home and your bookkeeping from the day or week immediately demands your time. Fortunately, because you can't give it your full energy or focus, it just sits there night after night, untouched, continually haunting you. It's costing you good cash flow, good decision making, and the peace of mind you need. Because your business demands your time elsewhere, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a full-service bookkeeping solution that is guaranteed to give you your time back and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to www.gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute phone call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying no to new clients or skipping dinner with your family and friends, all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished. We'll take care of your green so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at www.gulfcoastbk.com.
1: Thanks for listening to the Green Industry Podcast. Once again, here's Paul Jamison. All right, guys, we're back
2: here in Novi, Michigan. Surprisingly uh, terrific weather last year at Entrepreneur Academy Live. It was really cold. This year, it feels like Georgia out there. It's like 70s, low 70s, upper 60s probably. Yeah, it was. It, it, it's like the same kind of temperature all the way around, like...
3: I was looking here and Virginia, and it was the same weekend forecast. I was like, wow, when does that ever happen? Yeah. Virginia and Michigan, the same forecast. I guess there's something nice sweeping across the country right now with weather anyway. Yeah, and
2: I'm in a different state pretty much every day, so yeah. I, like, I was looking at my weather app. I had like Kansas, yeah. Arkansas, Minnesota, Georgia. I've been in the snow. I've been in the sun. Yeah. And, well, Atlanta uh, was looking nice when I flew in there yesterday. Oh, oh, yeah. I had my shirt off at yeah. the pool yesterday. So, <laughs> Oh, there you go. Go. oh yeah. yeah. And then uh, now I, well, I brought sweater weather. I watched Liz yeah. on Instagram, too, and she says sweater weather. Sweater weather. <laughs> so sweater. I thought I'd wear a sweater. There you go. <laughs> and it's like 70 degrees. so
3: That's yeah. all good. Uh-huh. They keep the, the AC pump in here, the, the air circulation. So it's cool. It's not hot. So oh, it's yeah. nice. Yeah. That's and
2: nice. I brought my earplugs. Naylor's my, like, roommate. <laughs> And uh, he teaches me to make my bed and all these. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, now you know when you get married, you have yeah, to make, make sure your bed. you put the toilet seat down with your yeah, wife. Exactly. You, you do have, have yourself. Do you have your shoes. Do yeah. You have your keys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I, I, Naylor's forty two and I'm thirty four. However, you have you have two two kids, kids yeah. and I don't have any uh, children yet. And so so wife and kids changes your whole mentality.
3: Yeah, I'm just used to like checking everything. Does everybody have everything? Did you go to the bathroom? Like all this stuff. So
2: it's just natural. I'm not trying yeah, to like, no, treat you like a child like, or anything, I'm, I'm Paul. like, if it's someone like... hears us like, we don't see someone walk down the hallway and they're like behind us. They're like, what kind of relationship is this? Because they're like, did you tie your shoes? Do you have your key? <laughs> I mean, I was like, oh, man. Oh. I, he doesn't even realize he's do- yeah, doing it because he's automatic. just a dad yeah, and yeah. I don't know why he's adopted me as his son, but I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, you're we're almost nearly um, within a decade of, yeah. of each other's age. But I think today's a uh, lot Of value for our audience because as I've developed this podcast, Rob, one of the main questions that I get is, How do I find good employees? And I usually respond, Well, you (laughs) you got any tips? Because it is an absolute challenge to build a company culture in this industry. Mm -hmm. But a lot of guys make an excuse and I think it really limits them because there are companies, Troy clog, for example, here in Michigan, I was at his place where he has hundreds of employees and his, um, management. These guys have such a, a, a pride, if you will. And, uh, just an excitement about being involved in his company. And I said, wow, this shows me that it's possible for a top 100 company like this to actually, I mean, these guys weren't, Mm -hmm. weren't, uh, you you can smell when someone's BSing you. These people genuinely were excited and thankful to work at this company. And so it can be done in our industry, but Mm -hmm. it, it takes so much intentionality. And I'm praising Brian Fullerton right now because I watch you guys on Instagram unless you really are actors, no. it looks no. like it looks no, like I you, can tell you we're not actors. Man. We work every day. Right. No, but I don't mean by that. I mean the camaraderie. It looks like you are actually enjoying oh, no, the yeah. work day. Oh
3: I I and, and I, I and not putting on do. a yeah, instead of like putting on like a kind of fake show like mm-hmm. for the camera, like, yeah. hey, let's keep it positive, even though you guys are like, oh, this sucks, but you genuinely look like you're having a good time. No, and-
4: honestly I, I always have a fun time at work and probably what you see on the camera mean, Brian, if you see us goofing around being happy. Mm-hmm. That's probably like a small part of the day, honestly. That like, you're able we, to we, capture. Yeah, wow. we are literally just throughout the day just messing with each other, joking around, having a fun time while we get our work done. And that's that's awesome. this thing. He doesn't want to be breaking his back and right. you know, killing himself over working and working and working these hours throughout the whole week and whatever. But he wants to actually you know have fun on the job and but make sure you know you're still doing the work correctly and nicely. Yeah. Right. Right. So so there, there there's um an interesting dynamic. Uh, I've, I
3: know plenty of people in the industry, friends of ours and and peers, mentors that. Do uh, have employees that are family, whether mm-hmm. that's their direct family, like their sons and daughters or extended family of some sort. And that, that's great. That works. But there's also some challenges to that because sometimes family kind of okay. gets in, in the way and you mm-hmm. get all this, you know, personal professional stuff mixed mm-hmm. together. So uh, has that ever been any kind of challenges for you or are you guys far enough separated family wise? Yeah, I
4: would have to say we're probably far enough separated family wise that we don't like our families don't always mingle together and like right. it's not like when we have Christmas I'm over at his house he's <laughs> over at our house it's more yeah. or less like uh, we're close we when we have some holidays when everyone comes together we might see all of each other but at the same right. time it's not like it's always a guarantee they might be on the other side of their family you know it's only that one half that right. we share if anything and he's my like second or third cousin too so yeah it's not like He's right there.
3: Right. Cause like a lot of times people might bring like family drama to, to mm-hmm. work, you know, and no, you're yeah, like, that's... Oh, so-and-so did this. And you know, and it kind of impacts the whole day more. So when you have employees that are not part of that family, that's when it gets, yeah. gets really challenging. Cause then people just automatically think that there's favoritism and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And they don't want to be involved in whatever drama you guys are talking about in the truck from yard to yard. So obviously it's just the two of you, but
2: that's just an interesting dynamic. What's that, I that want to word when you work with family? Nepotism. Nepotism. Yeah. yeah. yeah so. And it's, it's a real thing and it can be very toxic, but that doesn't mean you necessarily have to avoid it because I listen to Dave Ramsey's podcast and his wife, or his wife, his daughter, Rachel is one of the key leaders at the company. He always talks about when I'm at work, I have the owner employee hat on and she doesn't get special treatment. Uh, And then at home or out at the lake, I'm dad's hat on and daughter's hat on, but there's a fine line there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's the key. There is a fine
3: line. And I mean, there's family businesses that run this country all over the place. So, I mean, it's obviously a legitimate thing when it works and you you got husband, wives, you know, you got, kids the whole so there's it, all different dynamics
2: but, but it even bleeds into friendships because I had a couple of my buddies that mm-hmm. worked for me and then I had real employees that were they weren't they weren't we we're friends but they met me through I hired them to work for my company and it was a very professional boundaries defined relationships but we didn't have the camaraderie of cracking jokes and them you know following me on social media and all that mm-hmm. so they got jealous of me having that with my buddies and it it yeah. it, expl- it it was not good uh it, it it created tension and then they didn't there was like this rivalry instead of us be having unity as a company my friends that that you know they were just um in high school and then and, and in college and and they, and they had told me this is not my career i just need some cash in the summer yeah. so i knew they weren't here for the long haul but they did great work and they were reliable and then my main employee who wants this to be his full-time job, didn't like them. They didn't like him. And it was it was tough for me because I'm like, where did I go wrong? Yeah. What could I have done better? And and there's I still yeah. don't have the answer. It's so right. challenging. It is. Sure. I, and uh, some people go to the extreme and say, well, I'll never work with family or I'll never work with friends. And I'll only do professional. And that can be a healthy boundary if that's what you feel is necessary for you. But you and Brian- have proven, and many other people have proven, if you actually care about the other Mm -hmm. person and are thoughtful, it can be it can work. Like yeah. you
4: don't have to think of everyone as the, as a cousin or as a family member, but in that fact of any employer looking at their employees, just as someone they actually care about and like, they want to make sure they're all right. You know, they're right. not doing anything going on in their life. You know, yeah. Anything even like that usually even helps me. Like, just lets me know that my boss actually cares mm-hmm. and that I'm not just here to make him some quick cash.
3: Yeah. So what, what are some things that, you know, we, we want to get you back out to this, this awesome, uh, you know, um, event that we have going Mm -hmm. on here, but what, what, what are some future things that you're looking into? You touched upon, you know, learning to do more mowing and kind of take over, you know, part yeah. of all of that. So you can, mm-hmm. so Brian can um, work on building the business in other areas and not always working in the business, mm-hmm. working on the business more. So what are, in addition to that, what are some other goals that you have? I remember him saying some things uh, on Instagram or whatever of some goals that you have in the future for your life. Yeah. Right. Cause I mean, like he said, mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily saying Rob's going to be working for Brian's law maintenance no, forever. Yeah. I mean, if he wants to, that's great, but I mean, I'm going to support him, you mm-hmm. know, no matter what, which I think is another good thing. No, yeah, that's-, that's what bosses. That's what, owners, that's what leaders should do is really invest themselves in their team and support them mm-hmm. in any way they can, even if it's just for six months or six years or no, a lifetime, exactly, whatever it is.
4: And Those to, will be the experiences that that employee is going to take with them to every other job. And th- that's what they're going to expect from other employers. So if your first job is, you know, employer who's just yelling at you the whole day, like get your work done. You're not doing this right. You're not doing that right. You're, you're going to feel like a piece of crap out of the end of it. And you're just thinking next time you go to get a job, that's what you're expecting from your boss yeah that's not what you want to be
2: expecting not right? at all
4: so that's that's when I bring it back to like actually just treating your guys right and just actually acting like you actually care about them as a normal human goes a long way in general
2: yeah, yeah. and I think the open hand versus the clenched fist if, if the business owner has the clenched fist like oh, you're yeah. trying you're selfish the employee is gonna harden their heart and they're gonna mm-hmm. slack off and cut corners and they're not gonna be in it. it's gonna be a disaster but when you have that open hand Rob what's God's will for your life what's his plan for you how can I serve you how can we make this when I make it about mm-hmm. serving you and being a blessing to you yeah. you're gonna give me a, a oh, yeah. good effort and even we need clear communication because <laughs> maybe you're called to do something else three years from now mm-hmm. but while you are here I wanted to I want it to be great and a lot of business owners they don't realize that our workers are temporary this is not their full-time career mm-hmm. they need them they need cash they need money they need a job. And we just have to be, it's just a reality. So you might only be with us for a year, two, three, but I'm going to make it worth your while. I'm Mm going to treat you respectful. And and we need to be understanding of that. And then you'll get every now and again, a a foreman or someone that says, I love working outside. I love doing this. I love the uh, reliability Mm -hmm. and I'm here for the long haul, Mm -hmm. but I've watched so many business owners and there's even some guys on YouTube and, and, and just like, I'll hear them talk negatively about their, employees i'm like what right. in the world maybe that's yeah. the issue that the issue is not the yeah. employee the issue is the owner right yeah. right if
4: you're talking about your employees that way then obviously we're it's treated, not their problem like yeah. you're the one who's t- saying those things about them
2: yeah, yeah. And, 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 and like we're here to serve you mm-hmm. you're here to you know serve the company but it's got to yeah. be a win-win you're here no, to exactly. you need money mm-hmm. we'll provide that but we need to be thinking what's best for you exactly and, yeah Yeah. And, and I like the point that you made about, um,
3: you know, this might be your first job in Mm -hmm. a lot of cases. And, and I consciously think that way because I've had a lot of high school, Mm -hmm. you know, guys that it is, was literally their first job or they just had some random, like, Oh, we, you know, we mowed in the neighbor's yard or what, you know, but this was like their first like legitimate W2 job. And I, I, I'm super conscious about that. I mean, Mm -hmm. one, one, I've been in retail management for for over 15 years before this. So I kind of had that ingrained in me anyway but a lot of times it wasn't people's first job but and it was a bigger environment but it's just like a one-on-one or maybe a couple guys in a truck and me I really try to be conscious of making sure that it's the best experience Mm -hmm. for 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 those those people that are for everyone but especially when it's their first time like you said because it leaves a lasting impression and it it really does even with a coaching standpoint I'm like hey you know you know you got to be on time or Mm -hmm. hey you know you got to be off your phone or you got to be faster with it you know and 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 let them know, like, just to let you know, like, this is not something that is going to be acceptable anywhere. You oh, know, yeah. like so I'm almost trying to build them up for the no, next, exactly yeah. the
4: next career path. You can't for just them. be walking around on your phone right. or just sitting there for five minutes doing nothing, just right. twiddling your thumbs. I mean, obviously as an employer, that's the point where you come in and tell them like, Hey, uh, I'm not, trying to be rude or, you know, do anything here, but you got, you got to get off your phone. You actually got to get back to work. Right. And there's a lot
3: of other examples, but yeah, I mean, so just about setting the expectations (laughs) like immediately and throughout the time, just so that everyone knows like, Hey, these, this is what we need to expect. But we kind of went around in circles there. What, so what, what, what is your goal? Like, what are your future goals?
4: Well, I, I honestly, as of right now, I, my four-year plan, if anything, I, I see myself sticking with Brian. Maybe if anything, I'm not gonna say 100%. I'll be with him that whole time, or if I won't, will I? Don't know. But as of right now, uh, I've been enjoying working with him, and I'm gonna keep on helping him out and as long as I can until I either find something or if this is what I want to do. But in, in general, I've had a couple ideas of you know doing an electrician's apprenticeship. That's what I was trying to do before I got into this. Mm-hmm that hasn't been working out too well for me right now. And so as of this point, I'm just like, I'm fine with sticking with Brian. I love helping him. I'm love doing the work with him and I know he treats me well. And so from that point, that's all I can ask for. I don't care if I'm a lawyer making this much money doing that for me. It's about as long as I actually enjoy my job and I'm making money to live off of right. and I'm not struggling, then I'll be fine. I don't care what, what the line of work is. As long as you're making money, doing the hustle, you know, and living right. your life. Yeah.
2: yeah. And I'll say this to you, Rob specifically, cause you're in a very unique mm-hmm. situation. Uh, Brian and Liz Fullerton have big things around the corner. Yeah. Everyone can see that. Mm-hmm. They're just, their life's just going to keep getting better and better, more influential, more honor, oh, yeah. more influence in this industry and just in the community. And they're, they're headed in a great spot mm-hmm. in life. And so for you to be in that, on that team, kind of Brian's right hand man with the oh, company yeah you you are in a very special situation and I would be very you know delicate to appreciate it mm-hmm. to give your best effort and if you continue to grow with Brian I think you're gonna be in great uh shape for the future so uh, i would I would serve him with all your heart because you, you, you guys listening to the podcast right now wish they were rob it's it's very uh unique situation mm-hmm. that you're in because most guys listening aren't, aren't aren't Brian Fullerton isn't their boss but no, yeah. i would uh if you were my son, <laughs> I would say, be on time, do what no, Brian yeah. says, because as he grows, you're going to grow, and you no, could have a very blessed life. That's my plan, and I know, like we all know, he has
4: plans, and he's building his new house coming up here and all mm-hmm. that, and so with that next season, that's one reason like, he wants me to get out, because I know... He's going to be tied he, up. He's going to be tied up with the house, the YouTube, emails, all that stuff. He's probably not even going to have time for in his 24-hour day to do lawn service. So, at that point, like I know it will be great help if I can be out there helping him do that part of the load and have a guy underneath me know there's a guy out there that he can trust and do everything for him without worrying about what's happening with the equipment, and the trailer, the truck, whatever yeah. it might
2: be. Brian-, Brian will take care of you, Rob. Mm. You take care of him. Oh, no. So, yeah. just... Oh. Very special opportunity that you got, young man. Uh, I like so, all right, well, Naylor's giving me the looks. The points were—we're we're <laughs> not married, but we're—I got <laughs> the. I'm going to you tie your wife, Gabrielle. 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 And, uh, I'm going to tell her, I know all your little, <laughs> your cues, I'm, I'm sure you give her the same cues. little, yeah, I she got. gives them all to me. So I, I just learned them and now I can give them to you. Yeah. Naylor's <laughs> been on tour with me, at, okay. uh, you uh, know, we've done a lot of podcasts together. So okay. I, I yeah, know, nice. I know the cue to shut up, Paul, and pass it back <laughs> to the best producer in the business uh, to take care of the rest of the show.
1: Mr. Producer here with some exciting news. One-on-one coaching with Green Industry Podcast host, Paul Jamieson, is now available. Are you wanting to experience breakthrough in your life or business? Paul is offering one-hour coaching sessions to help you fine-tune your business. Join Paul as together you will work on a plan to activate your destiny with setting and accomplishing specific goals. Whether you're trying to create better margin in your schedule or increase profitability and efficiency in your business, Paul would love to help you. Visit GreenIndustryPodcast.com to sign up for a one-hour coaching session with Paul. Again, that's GreenIndustryPodcast.com, and that link will be in today's show notes. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. Sure, the episode's over, but you can stay connected with Paul on Instagram at Paul Jameson, also at Green Industry Podcast. On his YouTube, it's Paul Jameson. And if you're ready to take your business to the next level by raising your rates, please check out Paul's rate increase letter. It's a plug-and-play document that will help you professionally communicate with your existing customers of why you're increasing their rates. Paul's rate increase letter and links to other products and services that you heard about during the episode available in today's show notes. And thank you for listening.